You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Nicole Morrison in Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right. Back again, back together again, and want to thank everybody for continuing to listen. Uh, we're almost into 2018, which is amazing, seeing how we started this in, like, 2011. Yeah. Like, Crazy, like if you're right? If you are to ask me, I'd say, like, yeah, I've been doing it three years or something, but it's, like, uh-huh. it's been quite a bit longer than that, so I'm... I can't pretty, believe it. Pretty, long can't believe it pretty, pretty long time. I can't believe it either. Yeah. But, uh, but we're plugging along and we keep getting new listeners. So if you're new, we want to thank you for, uh, for jumping on. And for old listeners, thank you for the continued support. We love those five-star reviews on iTunes and all that good stuff. So thank you oh, for yeah. that in advance. And thanks to everybody who's already done it. And um, before we get started, I want to do a little call for designers out there. We don't do this very often, but... Um, I'm reaching a point where I'm going to need some good recommendations for certain clients. Um, so what I'm looking for specifically are um, web designers and developers who are comfortable um, using either Beaver Builder or you know WordPress templates and lightly customizing them for those kinds of clients that I have um, that we're not going to to where I wouldn't recommend a whole custom WordPress site, but if you have a great skill in just taking a, a th- few theme suggestions and taking a creative brief um, and a few design inspirations and putting it all together, starting with a theme, I want to know you. So um, I would like you to email me. It's Wes at the deep end and email in the subject line or put in the subject line rather design support. It's important you do that. So I know how to route these things. And I want you to include your typical price range and a link to similar projects that you've completed about this. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody's stuff and I'll get back to you if, um, if I can use you. So thanks a lot for that. Awesome. Yeah. I already sent my email off to you. Nice. I mean, it was, that, it was a roundabout way of asking for your help. Nick. And... I know. I know you like my web skills. I'm I sorry. know. <laughs> I didn't want to come right out and ask. So <laughs> I know that the WordPress thing. I know that. Oh yeah. Nick and WordPress go together like peas and carrots. Yeah, exactly. So what, are you, what are you guys up to? That's the real question. God, uh, are you guys experiencing the uh, kind of the year in wind down a little bit? Like everybody seems to be, there was a big push like end of uh, November, and now it just seems like everyone's coasting a little mm. bit. Yeah, which I I, I'm, I'm not, yeah, no, I won't not, complain. Not for not me, complaining. Yeah, I just started a brand new client, but that's not the most of it. It's it's that shift that I was just talking about. Um, can't, I'm not really going to get into what it all is, but there's a lot of stuff that I'm working on within the business. Not necessarily client sure. stuff, and it's there's a lot to do. Like I need yeah, to be ready yeah, before the the new year, and uh, I feel like I'm behind already. Mm. Yeah, and I I think with having this little time, it's funny how the first thing that comes into mind is, uh, am I doing the things that I wanted to say I was going to do when I had a little downtime? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, I've got a list, but um, <laughs> damn, it's like. You just want to be able to be like, I, I need to be free of some design for a, at least a week or so just to kind of 
you know, it's that clear your head kind of thing and then get back into it. So I'm taking yeah. full advantage of it. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. It's hard nice. to toggle the like lists. Like our family just keeps growing. Our immediate family just keeps growing. So it's just adding to the tasks. You know what I mean? To get, to get out and run the errands, to go to the proper places or to get. Oh, yeah. God, so I, I just, I just, it, it's nice when it starts to slow down a little bit this time of year for that reason, just because it adds yeah. to the day. I know. I know it's great when you can bolt out at like seven thirty in the morning and get like three uh-huh. things done, be back by like nine, and you're like, okay, I'm gonna take advantage of the fact that I could do that. Like, mm-hmm. I know a lot. Of, I remember when you got the full time gig and everything. It's tough to squeeze in that extra moment. So I'm gonna take advantage of it. I know it's we got just a few yeah, good for like you. two weeks left. God, yeah, dang good, good I know it's bad weird. news. Good news and bad news for me on that front. Like I've been able to get started really early in the morning, but that's only because. I threw my back out at the gym the other day, which I do like Ooh. twice a year. So I'm like not oh, going wow. to the gym in the morning. It sucks for usually about a week, but I don't know, yeah, I've been I able to get up and like get right to yeah. work. So good, good. Yeah. <laughs> Making a lemonade out of lemons, I suppose. But good, yeah. good. So before we get on with the topic for today, let's give some love to Skillshare, baby. Skillshare mm. is. Um, you know, it's basically if you're listening to the show right now, you're trying to improve your design skills, your design business skills, and what better match between our show and that than uh, than Skillshare? You can go and you can learn something from start to finish. Um, they they really run the gamut of very specific little things you can learn in a short amount of time, and then also like really long in depth courses over like seven or eight hours where you really learn something. Like there was a cool Facebook ads course where that's like seven hours long and you're, you're learning the whole thing. So Damn. highly recommend Skillshare. Um, you know, with, they've got 3 million members in more than 17,000 classes in a bunch of categories. Um, you can take classes in things like graphic design, digital illustration, photography, social media marketing, freelance business, all the things that are important to us as design professionals. And they're, the classes are taught by design professionals and industry experts, professionals, um, you know, you're learning from the best. That's what we like to do Make, around here. Makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not learn from the 14 year olds in their mom's basement on YouTube anymore. <laughs> We've graduated beyond that. Um, so right off the bat, what I'm seeing here, like there's a few courses that caught my eye. One is how to price projects as a freelancer, which is kind of like perfect for going along with this show. Um, and the other one, kind of more the creative side, creating a compelling mood board, which for a lot of people is their first step when they're doing a design project. So, yeah, um, and I think a lot of people might be lost. Like, how exactly do I do that? How do I make it tell a story? Because you got to tell a story. We all know that. <laughs> and and Skillshare is giving our listeners a one month free trial of unlimited access to over 17,000 classes just go to Skillshare.com slash graphic to start your free month today. Again, that's Skillshare.com slash graphic. And uh, happy holidays from us to you. All right. Cool. So being it's the end of the year, it's almost 2018. We want to talk all about mm-hmm. those graphic design trends that we've been seeing uh, building up momentum this year that are going to really kind of overtake next year. So... 
looking into the crystal ball a little exactly. bit. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, and whenever we do an episode like this, it's important to point out like we're not necessarily saying these are amazing trends, these are trends we love, these are just trends that we're seeing a lot of and that are catching on and yeah. getting getting momentum. And and good to know too, because like it's it's in any in any area where you're at, I always think that like sometimes just having a good capture of what's happening, you might not be implementing some of these, but one-on-one with a client, you might be able to kind of bring something up from something you know. So it's just good to be educated. I, I find like if you could just drop a few things like this while you're talking to people, you sound a little bit more professional. Exactly. <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you look so, like you're uh, on, on the vanguard of making the trends rather than just following exactly. them. So. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> That'll, that's that's going to be our goal for next year is the yeah. trends we've made. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah. <laughs> Most of mine are just in the, in the world of fashion. Yeah, I'm a snappy dresser. There you go. (laughs) But um, which translates perfectly to podcasting. Um, so anyway, Nick, Nick, you're the overachiever here. So we've been talking back and forth on email, and Nick has really gone above and beyond here, and he's created a like a a downloadable that'll go along with this episode. So if you go to the show page, you'll be able to download it. Who's the nerd on the show now? Yeah, Nick, (laughs) nerd alert. I'm sorry. He's pushing his glasses back um, as we speak. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, let me tape them. I think yeah. I just broke them, so I'm going to put a little piece of tape on them. I, I find uh, slides uh, – man, I tell you, being a teacher, the slides yeah. are the way to communicate. Uh-huh. You know, I've, yeah. I, I do this like on a daily basis, but um, yeah. I, I also wanted it because you know we talked about it earlier. And these trends, specifically in design, are things that are very subjective because these aren't rules. These aren't things to say try immediately, but they're really like – observations of what's shifting in design. So mine are pretty visual and I wanted to show examples um, because these are stuff that I've opened up in discussions with my students and it does open a really good dialogue as to why is this happening and what can you do with it? So it's not like just copying it. It's more about how do I implement this and how's it going to affect me in the next year or two? You know? Yeah. Yeah. These are definitely one of those, these are those episode types where it does get a little tricky to be exclusively audio. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I get it. Uh, should so I start clo- with my first just one here? close your eyes as you listen, <laughs> unless you're driving. Uh, well, if you're <laughs> driving, yeah, don't. Uh, don't Terrible. Don't no. be like that. Did you see that guy in the news that was like pulled over because he had an iPad but, and a phone like duct tape, duct tape to a steering wheel? I did not oh see that. Oh my gosh, just, no. But even better than I, that, uh, did you see the guy, like he was somewhere on the East Coast who literally had the most ridiculous Griswold family Christmas tree strapped to the top of his car it was covering the front the back and the sides (laughs) and he got pulled. no way to know where he's going i mean my (laughs) lord wow oh that's crazy so yeah if you're driving uh get this when you get home but if you are sitting by your desk pull up this and uh let's read along so i i um i love this first one because for me uh one of my biggest complaints over the last few years is it seemed like everybody was going to these um very familiar, very safe uh, sans serif fonts for a lot of their branding. And uh, there, were, there was even a great show of, um, it was like Google, Facebook, Twitter, Lenovo. Um, it went through about six or seven rebrands of 2016, and they looked identical. They stripped themselves from these past brands that had personality and fonts that had you know a little bit of character. And all of a sudden, we saw this huge spike in everybody just going to the same lowercase Futura, you know, being used yeah. for everything. So this first shift, this first trend uh, is that 
I even checked with the Graphic Design Association of America, and yes, serif fonts are back. <laughs> Yay! You heard it here first. It's, it was a, I don't know if you guys got the notification. Yeah. I got it on. I got it like an Amber Alert so, the other day. To recap, crack is whack, and serifs yes. are back. <laughs> are back. Right. Thank you, Whitney. Thank yeah. you, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have uh, been waiting for this. I've been seeing this, and I. What's neat is they're very subtle. They're not, it's not like someone saying, okay, let's go crazy with them. But after years of these brands being so just safe and not looking like each other, I feel like this pendulum swing, like we always talk about, is coming back to this point where we can play a little bit with fonts that have serifs and they can be used just as strong and just as effectively, but they don't strip out personality. They actually add it in some way. You know, mm. um, and and I've got to say one of the best examples, uh, it's probably being put on a lot of people's favorite rebrand of the past few months was the latest that Chub- Chobani did, the yogurt company. Mm-hmm. And you can click on the link and see uh, from this document uh, a really great case study of showing how they what they did. And, you know, they had a very all caps, blocky, sans mm-hmm. serif font and they switched to upper lowercase. It's very to me, I call it like nostalgic. It has like a throwback to maybe like the late seventies, yeah, that's early eighties thinking, right? Yeah. You know, like, so it's like, but it's almost like that. Go ahead. Playfair font is that? Yes. Well, not the Chibani I, I one, it, but like some of these other ones that I've been seeing, it's got that real seventies kind of vibe to it, like Valley exactly. of the Dolls or whatever, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And I, Chobani shows off in a great way because I think what people were fearful of is that um, with any fonts and serifs and all these kind of fanciness to it, in a digital world, in small screens, it's not going to be readable. And this is a perfect mm. example how you can still be readable and have personality without stripping down to just, you know, the same Futura or Gil Sands over and over again. And yeah. they did it in a really beautiful way. It's a custom font, yet it feels very familiar you know, it doesn't feel – it's much more friendly in a way. It's much more inviting. And they were even calling it conversational where it kind huh. of like, you know, here's here's a brand like Chubani changing overnight in such a big way. And that's a big risk. But I, I, I love it. And I, I've seen a lot of people comment on the fact that they love the fact that it's still bold. It's still yeah. – of value, but mm-hmm. it it has some personality to it. It gives mm-hmm. you a yeah. flair, you know. It has warmth. What do you guys think of it? Yeah, yeah, I think it it, it connotates warmth. I think in a way that serifs yeah. kind of almost seem cold. Yep. Yeah, you know, they do. On, they in do. a vacuum, and then serifs sure. kind of seem like they've got more some more homey feel. I yeah, would say. yeah. And it's almost like inviting everyone to start thinking about it. And I've even seen two students kind of take this up on this latest project they're working on. And and ex- and even if just even if they're just exploring it, I think we almost ruled it out so much. You you almost automatically went to these other these fonts because everyone else yeah. was doing it. And maybe that's an area of to say that uh, there's a trend that you know break a trend and do something like this. Now this isn't revolutionary. We're gonna go back to sans serif fonts again in 10 years and it'll be the rage but two a few other great examples is the Stumptown coffee just redid their branding and believe it or not i saw that i don't know if you guys know i don't know if you noticed there on the uh the sample i'm showing there they're actually bringing hobo back hobo is a font that what like every designer Uh says stay completely clear of and they proudly put it as their product name uh uh as the the variety name of each coffee and uh they got away with it it works interesting you know, so take a look Gosh. at that case study. One of my one of my favorites is what Target just relaunched their entire uh, men's line. Their 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 own brands have been all over the place, and this was a way to not only throw back to what 
I didn't know this, but Target was originally called Goodfellow and Company, um, and, it oh. was recent, and then it was changed. So their new brand is this thing called Goodfellow. Kind of competes with like a J. Crew or Banana Republic, and their mm-hmm. font. You know, they even went back even further to very gothic, uh, mm. very fun serif font that has so much character. And mm. if you're in a Target soon, pass by it and take a look. It's beautifully done, beautiful colors as well. Cool. But again, they were not afraid. Yeah. And then the last example was Medium. You know, Medium was this high-tech blogging site that everyone was using and only very young, you know, not even probably, what, a year to two years old. And they instantly swapped to this serif uh, font because mm. they realized it was all about the typing. It was all about, like, this is where people tell a story, you know, mm. and write. Mm-hmm. And it felt more, mm. they were so modern that mm-hmm. they switched to this very serif font. And I think it's... It's that's not a big deal, but it really kind of is. So mm-hmm. this is my first one. I, I I wanted to show you guys the sample so you can really chime in and see what you think. Yeah. You know, when it comes to this, it yeah, it really works. Yeah. And cool. did Medium ditch their mark as well, or is it is it just not showing it? I believe so. I don't think mm. I don't think it goes together anymore. They, the mark mm. is well, now that one just a word. Yeah. You know, and I think if you click on the link there, let me take a quick look. I believe. They have completely taken it out um, of everything else. Let's see. I'll take a quick look. Okay. Because I think it works as it is the mark itself. I don't. I think it would clash too if they included that modern M. Yeah. If yeah. They use that same gone. mark, it wouldn't work anymore. Yeah. They use they, they use it. the M. They use the M from the actual font as their uh, their small icon. Okay. Yep, as a monogram. So look through the case. St- if you click on any of the links in the PDF that we're going to post, it brings you to a really great case study uh, about the brand and what they did. So, yeah, they dropped the icon. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah. Interesting. I like it. I and like I it too. So. And I know we normally run these things where we kind of go uh, between the three of us, but I think since you've got so much good content here, Nick, let's start the show. Let's keep going with your okay. thing. And then, then oh, okay. after we Perfect. can kind of do it, because I think – the things I have to talk about, I definitely don't have as much to talk about. So, um, okay, you know, let's you just tell, get the good content it. up front loaded. Okay, you <laughs> got it. Cool? it. All right, so let's do it. I'll go through these as uh, quickly as the last one. Um, the first, the second one I'm seeing, thanks to I think Dropbox has been the biggest example of this. What they've done in the last few weeks when they released their new branding is this kind of daring color combinations, these color combinations that might not have been something you'd seen before. They're very uncommon, sometimes very risky, and they appear, they're appearing more and more, particularly in branding. Um, what I love about them is it helps this brand stand out, but it, in some ways, it almost makes you take a second look because, like, how many times have you said, oh, I don't like that because the colors almost vibrate off each other? Mm. All of a sudden, I'm starting to see that, like, appearing more and more, which mm. is kind of cool. Like, you're like, okay, in this digital world or on a shelf somewhere, how do you stand out? Well, maybe some of these rules that we've been using for years, the complementary colors and this idea that they have to be in harmony, what if they're disruptive and, and a little daring, you know? Yeah. So... Um, three of the examples, one was, like I said, Dropbox. And if you look through there, I think they've actually got 27 variations of their logo in different color combinations, which could be way too daring, (laughs) but, uh, I, I, I think it's worth kind of looking and going, wow, they're really, they're really trying to go after us, the creative, you know, community, because we're, we're using Dropbox more than anybody, people like us. So they are catering it to us. They are changing their color palettes and, and I'm, 
I was at first going yuck, but now I kind of applaud them for being different and trying something. Hmm. Um, closely after that, eBay kind of right on their heels had a, a very similar idea with their rebranding. And they're using, again, very uncommon color things. But their point was they want to stand out from Amazon more than ever. And the way to do it is by just throwing color to the wall and just playing playing like crazy with it, you know? Yeah. Um, their goal was to create an inclusive personality that uh, separated them from the Amazon world. They didn't want to, like, lure people over. They wanted to have their own little party, you know? So, again, they did a really interesting job. You can check on that. And then this third one that just came out the other day was by eBoost. Um, you might not know that you know them, but they are almost at every little gas station counter yes. all over the country okay. as the Mail little energy shot. Yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's MBoost. This is yeah. eBoost. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they are a energy drink, uh, very well done, but a, a bit of you know. Uh, needed a consistent brand look now that they have more skews. So if you look at the sample they show there, you, you might color wise, you might not think they all fit under the same brand, but it's the design and the layout that is the consistency that, that talks about the brand. So yeah. again, color is just being very daring. Some are gold, some are fluorescent, some are primary, and it's really unique how they're doing this. And it's made me think a lot differently about how I'm, you know, picking colors from the very beginning. I, I, I think that's one of the, my hardest things. I don't know about you guys, but like finding good color combinations to me, I, I tend to go to a default and I want to open up that kind of color palette a little bit like these. What do yeah. you think? No, it's super interesting. Like when I first saw this picture that you're talking about, um, it almost looks like kind of a student student thing. Like, <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. I don't, and that, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's not saying student work is bad, but it just it doesn't look like something you would actually find on a shelf anywhere. But you're right. It does go to show you that things are kind of going this way, and it's kind of like I feel like it's kind of like that Brooklyn influence or whatever, like where colors don't have to match anymore. Mm -hmm. I know, Anything I know, can like go together, <laughs> like rewrite the rules, you know. Um, exactly. I, I, what's interesting is Dropbox did an, an interesting job where at least they're in the same hue. They are. They're not like so far distant from each other. They kind of play in the same color wheel, but yeah. are things we would never maybe think of. So take a look at them, see what you think. I think it, if anything, it's just inspiring for us to kind of not go to the default color palette that's in Illustrator every time. And, yeah. uh, you know, one thing we've been using a lot, and I get my students to use a lot too, is um, Capture, uh, just the app on your, on, on your phone, and just capturing you know, natural color palettes and bringing them in. And you might, you never know what that might spark because cool. we're just, you know, we're so in tune to like the same things. Yeah. So. And I, I used for a client the other day that, that, uh, website, uh, colors.com or colors.com. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's great. Like if you have a brand color, you can put it in there because what's happening with his stuff is we're doing these landing pages and, um, the, the, the the page was just looking very blue and white, blue and white, very corporate and mm -hmm. safe. Um, and it's not really that kind of product. So we were trying to rethink from the ground up, like, okay, what's a good color strategy we can use here that actually like gets a little bit of attention. We wouldn't want to go this far with it, but, <laughs> but we plug in his logo color, his signature, like blue color in there. And then we find like all these different color palettes that are, they'll go with it. And a lot of times it's, it's kind of clashy, but kind of, but still goes together in a, in a weird 
fun way. Yeah. Sometimes they're more safe. Very true. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Love things like that. Because, yeah, you will But you're get, even trying it. You're trying yeah. it, and that's the best part. Yeah. You will get in a pigeonhole if you just use those color swatches, <laughs> you know. I know. Time, I know. So. That's true. That's true. Hey, there's another thing. Cool. I don't know if you guys have looked at that. Um, I think we might have talked about it, but in Illustrator, you can do this thing called recolor now, where you take your entire, you can select five, six, seven different things of multicolors and play with all the colors at once and turning this knob what? in recolor. Yeah, you got to try it. It's pretty interesting. Is I'll, I'll post you a use li- your keyboard knob for that you're talking about? I, when I get it, when, yeah. when I get it. <laughs> but, but no, you don't even need that. It, it basically shows a color wheel when you've, let's say you've selected nine or six, nine to ten things. Yeah. Now, there's many, even gradients. And you lock it, and then in recolor is a new tool there. You turn the wheel, and what it does is in, in lock together, it turns them all into these different color palettes. And you might be it might just give you something very odd like this trend that yeah. you might have never thought of so mm. it's worth a try and i'll, I'll find the um yeah. the youtube link on that and maybe we can add it to this yeah it's definitely to worth it so and maybe we it's can a way thank, to get color maybe we can thank that functionality for this whole trend maybe yeah, that's, hey, that's you never how know. it was born <laughs> exactly all right my third trend so this one is a, a little hard to understand but it, it's very simple it's called little big ideas. And it's kind of this idea that when brands relaunch or brands start or refresh or whatever they do, they might be so far all over the place that there's not one focused approach to the design that they're going to do. And what this idea is in this shift that I've seen with specifically these two companies is they really focused on one singular idea and it is through and through their branding. And the idea is that it is not cluttered. There's full clarity yet it's so distinctive because they're owning something. So this first one, and if you're not looking at this, I'll try my best to describe it. It's this company called Misfit Juicery. It's like a juicing company. But what was interesting was they make theirs from the scrap fruit vegetables that are the odd shapes and the ones that aren't so attractive. You know, the ones that are a little funky and a little weird. They want people to know that. Well, it's, we only there's nothing use the wrong with fruits. it. <laughs> exactly. But look at their case study. You will, you will, they've convinced me. So basically they're saying all these pounds of fruit, like billions of pounds of fruits and vegetables get thrown away because it's unsold to the U.S. market on, in, in uh, grocery stores. They've taken it and that's what they juice and that's what they mix for smoothies. And that has inspired their entire branding including their logo wow. they, they, they if you look at how they did it the i and yeah. the s and, well, and it's and called misfit together yeah yeah it's perfect and so this whole idea that hmm. um it's inspired even the logo and the way the i is is yeah. kind of you know it's irregular yeah. and funky but it everything in their branding revolves around this one singular idea and it's so well done i i really urge you to look at this thing because basically they've basically told their story and everything they do, you know, and they, their tagline is what's it's what's on the inside that counts. And it's, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like feed people, not trash cans. So this, this idea that like, perfect. why it's, yeah. it's perfect. And we're, you know, and this is a huge trend too. this whole imperfect thing. I think if we want to talk about a bigger trend that's happening, you know, it's this whole idea that we're not all perfect thanks to social media and all this other stuff that kind of everyone only wants to highlight the best of their world and no one has that, right? So here's this brand that's really focusing on it and making it their entire mission. So 
it's it's a little it's a little out there, but again, it's this whole idea. And the cool thing is, it's it's a pure way to cut through and give your message without being confusing. And I think we've seen too many companies trying too many things at once. And why not really zero in on just one thing and make that the entire thing? And it could be it could be super creative. It's not going to be bland. You know, this is definitely not a bland case study. And they were smart by not going crazy with color. They just use black. Yes. And, and they use color on all their other stuff, but their logo, okay. I believe, is always black. Yeah. Like as a nice, a little too almost... much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the other, uh, the other one you've got here is Moonpig. Can you talk about what that little big idea is? <laughs> yeah. I, I really love this yet. one. Be- yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, this is interesting. They, um, I showed this to my class too, and we were a little puzzled until we read a little bit more about them, but they're a UK based, uh, online retailer specializing in like personal greeting cards and flowers and gifts. Their old one, they had a huge, they had a mascot, they had a pig, they had, it was very what you would expect. They stripped it all down and just went to this typography only piece. But the idea here is, is that they wanted it to kind of be one simple idea that creates this whole new world of moon pig. And it's this idea of what life on the moon would be with the, without the normal rules that don't that would wouldn't apply. So it's very floaty. The, mm-hmm. the, the text moves a little bit, but the two O's in moon become the nostrils of the, the pig. They're almost a subliminal uh, thing that they want to like have him in there, but he's really okay. not. But it's this idea that it's just so simple. And it's this, very like it's this perfect pink of it you know yeah. it's like goes with the idea and the idea here is is that it just was very smart to just stick with this one idea and say we're going to be this we're not going to have a mascot we're not going to have really like taglines but what they're going to do is they're going to play around with it it's going to wobble it's going to be almost floating like it's in space a little bit and they play along with it with like you know it's for you and anytime there's two o's those two o's they basically mess with the kerning a little bit to be a little more united and mm-hmm. it it's almost a subliminal logo it's just, the subliminal pig is still there so it's mm-hmm. more you got to almost look a little bit more into the case study to see how it works uh their van says vroom with the two o's uh-huh. you know so their delivery uh-huh. van captures that as well uh so just a unique way to say you know what we didn't go too far with things we kept it to very one simple idea and there and it's very confident so like yeah. To me, that's real aspiring. I would love to try something like this and say to a client, it has everything you need, but yet it is so little. It's such mm-hmm. a yeah. tiny little idea, and this, but they've this taken the, it to a big level. This is the kind of thing that's hard to talk clients into Oh, mm-hmm. because it's yeah. so simple. Mm-hmm. Well, this you is know. where applications really shine. I think if yeah. you just showed that logo, you'd be it'd be crickets. But if you show the entire application of it, uh, mm-hmm. like we tell with when we were talking about logos in the last few episodes, we've talked about them. Get these applications in there and show how it's going to be used, and then you're talking about the whole system now. And yeah. the logo can be this simple. Maybe that's another. Maybe that's the bigger message of this trend is that. it's that logo can be so simple, but it's everything you do beyond that, that becomes your branding system, you know? So times are changing. Love it. (laughs) So now, so those are, do you want to go first or should I? Oh, doesn't matter. Okay. Go for it. Go for it, Mikkel. Ladies first. Do you want to, um, alternate or do you want me to do? Yeah. Just, just talk about all yours and then I'll do mine. Okay. Okay. All right. So my first one is not what, I read anywhere. I but I'm not making this up. I swear. 
<laughs> That's okay if you are, though. I'm calling this You're one an industry bu- professional. I'm calling this one um, bizarre. So I have a few examples to discuss with respect to this one. Bizarre. Um, there's a bakery site with large macarons on models. They're the heads of models. Mm-hmm. And you know how sometimes <laughs> when you flip through the Bizarre magazine, by the way, that's all fashion-based, things just like are nuts. You would never see anybody walking down the street with the, with the shit that they're wearing. So in right. this, in that case, similarly, I call this bizarre because um, also there's this recent Subway campaign commercial. I don't know if you've seen it. It's for the Reuben, the limited time only Reuben sandwiches. And the Reubens oh, yeah. are bodies. Yes. <laughs> and But it's this historical <laughs> video grotesque. approach, right? <laughs> so bizarre, yeah. but it works. Mm-hmm. If there's yeah. something catchy about it, nonetheless. Um, what's also bizarre and completely can become completely appealing to the eye is mixing patterns and textures like crazy mm-hmm. that would have been considered design conflict from before or yeah. clashing formally, but is now mm-hmm. not as much. Um, this won't be any news to the two of you. We absolutely loved the great speaker from Adobe Max, Jonathan Adler. He's yes. a, a potter, designer, and author. He discussed in fairly awesome length a giant banana sculpture dead center of a high-end fancy hotel that was honestly yeah. seemingly yeah. indicative of a huge erect penis and totally awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so it's peculiar yet stunning at the same time. Yeah. yeah. This trend that I, I'm that, trying uh, yeah. to wrap up. I, I think what we're I think taking it's a great away way to call it. Yeah, I feel like what we're taking away from this whole episode is like the the biggest trend is just there are no more rules. Break. Right. Break um yeah, like maybe not even that you would term edgy. It's just kind of out there. You know? Yeah, well, like, is it is it yeah, is it almost because everything's mainstream. been done? Right. It's like everything's been yeah. done and and we always say maybe. there's no new ideas. Well, maybe, maybe there like, are maybe we got to like stretch a little bit deeper. Everybody wants change. Why not vote for Donald Trump? Everybody wants the change. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm just yeah. seeing like, you know, not to sound like Grandpa McDowell, but yeah, so like I've been <laughs> I work sometimes with younger people than myself and the the generation kind of behind us mm. um it it's it is it's that Brooklyn kind of aesthetic where it's just mm-hmm. anything goes. Colors yeah. don't have to match. Um, you can yeah. pair different patterns. It, gets, it doesn't really matter so much anymore. And I think that is going from kind of just a lifestyle and a fashion choice, and it's becoming more mainstream into everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Madison and, Avenue is and, taking and aver- like account you, of it now, you know? So You said advertising. Yeah, it's in advertising, even just down yeah. to sculpture. I know we have a, a an Ikea that reopened in, in the area, and apparently they put up this weird statue mm-hmm. in their front, and they're hmm. not going to say anything about what it is until the grand opening day, and it's, it's oh, funny. so much buzz. Oh, that just so, begs is curiosity. It, is it That's very smart. The Allen Wrench mascot? No. <laughs> in fact, it's very similar to, to the one you were talking about. I only oh. saw it briefly on the news, but it kind of reminds me of what uh, this guy, what was his name? Jonathan? The, Jonathan Adler. Uh, yeah, the Jonathan guy, Adler. Yep. Yeah. I, I got it. Listeners, if you need something to watch, you got to watch that guy's keynote on Adobe oh, Live. Oh, my gosh. That was, it was great. He was so good. Honestly. He was so honestly good, and he'll make you think that, God, even if you think a little weird because you're creative, it's of good. so many it's, individuals, well, and it felt, it did not yeah. feel that way. Well worth it. Well he, worth it. He yeah, has the yeah, best sure. tagline I've ever heard for because if anyone is listening who doesn't know Jonathan Adler, he's most known for kind of home decor stuff, 
interior design. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got a yeah. whole line, the high-end stuff he sells, and it's very quirky. A lot quirky. of pottery. Yeah. Yeah. And the tagline for his company that he has is, if your heirs won't fight over it, we won't make it. Which I thought yeah. was great. Oh, hilarious. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, and he just, me. he like, honestly just goes for great. it too. And I love how transparent he is about discussing his failed background. You know? Oh, yeah. Totally. Totally. Man. I it's mean, like, I, quote, I quoted, it. failed. Because come on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw a great quote the other day that reminded me of his. It was, um, be better, not bitter. And it's so true because it's like he went through so many just like tried and tried and tried. But you can tell this guy did not build his company or his empire to make money. He did it because it was truly something he wanted to do. You know, yeah, he's just yeah. a beautiful great. character. He, I have a crush on a homosexual for sure. I love him. <laughs> I truly do love him. Okay, so this really next great. one that I've got that I want to discuss is called The Glitch Effect. And it uh, sort of enables still design to at times seem illusional and in motion, like that old television tube style, right? So these designs are, they look corrupted, digitally corrupted. The imagery, Ah, you know, like, you know, where half of the face is going to the left and the bottom of the face is going to the right with neon colors and shit. It's cool. (laughs) Love it. And you described it very well. Okay, I'm Get glad into I did. this one. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one too. I love it. Um, yeah. So this was maybe once annoying for the spectator, but is now turned into something like a truly <clears throat> wanted effect. It's so interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I yeah. think I th- I'm not a horror movie fan, but I think obviously this would be familiar to horror movie fans mm-hmm. f- with this one for you know ages. It's been around. Yeah. In that sense, but now you're seeing yeah. it applied be- well beyond the horror, right? Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, you're seeing it like it, well, it's very tech too. I think in a way, and it's very yeah, it is futuristic. It's very like, yeah, yeah. I think it's the irregularity of it is what's great too. Is like not everything should be super polished and super crisp. There might be right. a need for this, even in a brand or a logo, to be a little bit. You could even look at something and that's eroded or distressed. I've seen people you know? heading that direction, but then polishing other components to the design, and yeah. that doesn't look right. You got to go all yeah. in with yeah. One, yeah. with one or the other. Yeah, I've seen that in some cases, and I be, yeah, I could maybe pull some examples of of that. But with respect to the mishmash that we were saying earlier, anything goes. Maybe it is okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And it seems like yeah. a natural progression of the, cause like think about everything we've been seeing. Like what is, what is an Instagram filter if it's not ultimately just yeah. a degradation of a photo? Yeah. It's, it gives it yep. a warmth, but it's a degradation. Yeah. Right. Nonetheless. So this seems like it's taking it um, totally a step further. So it's more a of bit. a degradation of, of motion. Yes. Of movement of like video rather than just degradation of an old photo. So of seems something like it's cr- crazy still. Carrying on well, the it tradition. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that That's kind of an interesting one. Do you feel yeah, like that? I've even seen it offsetted. Like, you know, like even look at your uh, the poster that you got in the back where the fill and the line are basically off register or something where they're a little distorted and unique too. And there's peaks of like empty color. Like that irregularity, if hmm. it works with what you're trying to say, mm-hmm. that's a way to get the personality out. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, if this is done right, it captures attention mm-hmm. like crazy. That's successful. Yes. yes. 
Do you feel like that's enough coverage? Should I go on to my third? Yeah, it's good. Go for it. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so this third one. Typography is real life. Um, Ooh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yay. <laughs> so this is actually a super modern approach. Um, it's when typography tightly interacts with real life elements, most oftentimes mm. models. So and bo- like life bodies, size right? as big as the bodies. Yeah. Yeah, bodies, yes. So, um, within the composition, of course. So it's achieved effect is letters turned into real objects. And so this is oftentimes commonly found with model models with arms or portion of the head figure wrapped with the type mm-hmm. character. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, kind of enveloped. Yeah. Yes. Point of clarification inter- I want to ask. I want to ask, does, does it, I understand what you're talking about, that it's like, it's as if the, the type is existing in real space, but yes. is it also, does it also mean, um, or I guess it could mean that it, the letter itself is kind of made of something. Like I'm picturing something I've seen where like the, the letters are like made of grass or something. Is that, no. That's not necessarily what you mean. You just mean it. No, straight up, okay. like, imagine okay. black or white with the models okay. only. Cool. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a studio space, for example. And oftentimes, <laughs> I mean, there's distinction enough because it is in a, 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 of a solid fill color, the typeface, right? Yeah. But they put yeah. drop shadowing on the floor that's at the same plane as the individual so there's that lifelike approach even still. Right. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Or was, like backdrop shadowing or, yeah. Yeah. This remind, it reminds me of a movie that came out, uh, talking about horror movies. There was one that came out last year called The Final Girls. Did you guys see that? No. The, basically, the premise is like this girl's mom uh, was like a big horror star in the 70s. And she starred in like a, like a Friday the 13th type camp stab, stabathon okay. movie. Yeah, and she and the girl the girl kind of gets sucked into the movie, so she's like living inside oh, the movie. But in the beginning, like when she's she's supposed to be in the quote beginning credits, like that type is actually like getting in her way. Like she has to step over the oh the type, so it makes me think <laughs> okay. of that. nice yeah. So yeah, no, that's definitely along the lines of this third one I'm discussing for sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I like that interaction of it. I've seen where it's almost Me like too. really beautiful typography interwine, intertwining with a body. Yeah. And it becomes a way of like, like you saying, bringing life to whatever copy or headline or that whatever it's saying, that Typically fluidity in there. really yeah. well with those that are not long, you know? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I love it. All right. So my first one to talk about is called Duotone and Double Exposure. So... Um, I think if you if you're a Spotify user, this that's probably where you'll know this mm. best. Um, yeah. So it's basically a photograph that's been well. There's two different things here. There's duotone and double exposure. They're kind of separate elements, but they can go together. So let's talk about duotone. So it's basically it's a black and white photo where um, picture the black and the grays are like one, like a darker version of. A color and then the white is like a lighter version of the color so for and it can be two colors together mm. so it's like imagine the lighter color is like shades of yellow and the darker color is shades of like like a purple or something and they kind of go together so it's not black and white it's now yellow and purple but different shades okay going in yeah. between so it's hard to explain but we'll try to send no i'm seeing it i'm seeing it yeah 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 yeah, and then, I think Spotify is a perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. And seeing that a lot. 
it's a pretty cool look actually. And, um, I'm sure it's, it's an easy thing to do with Photoshop, but, um, and then double exposure is, I think you can buy like plugins for Photoshop that does this. And remember when you were at Adobe max, there was actually a booth there that was doing this. Like you could have your, your headshot taken and they were going to do a double exposure. So it's like, yeah, it's basically, um, picture someone takes a, a headshot of you. But then they also impose like a they take like a landscape of like a mountain or something to where the mountain is showing through in the darker spots. It's like a black and white photo of you. And then the yeah. the mountain is kind of showing through in the, the, the darker spots. Hard to explain. <laughs> and I'm not doing a good job of it. But- you know who did a great job of it? Um, believe it or not, I think it was a it was a commercial where. Uh, nature and profiles of people like it was a profile of a woman and a straight on and then environment like mountains and sky kind of went in and out of the shadows of her yeah with like masks i i want to believe it was a freaking air freshener commercial (laughs) i can't remember what it was could have been but yeah i i love that it's very mystique-ish like i don't know how to describe it it definitely has an air of mystery to it and it kind of makes you take a second look like you know, and it does. If you're going to do a uh, album cover for a DJ, you would do Ooh. that, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that would be one application for it for sure. Um, <laughs> so then, the next one I want to talk about is just creative background patterns. So um, basically, we're coming out of an era where everything was kind of really flat, everything was kind of minimal, but now there's a little bit of kind of whimsy coming back into design i would say some kind mm-hmm. of friskiness so um, well, imagine... welcome back whimsy <laughs> exactly welcome back we missed welcome you welcome back whimsy <laughs> so imagine like Such a, a t-shirt you know like a homepage on a website with a, bit, a nice hero image of um maybe a, maybe it's a model but in back of her rather than just being like a gradient or mm-hmm. uh, or even like a a photographic background. Imagine just a really colorful flat pattern behind her. It's kind of reminiscent of wallpaper. You know how wallpaper made a, that was really popular back in the day in the seventies. And then it went away for a long time. And now it's kind of back more geometric patterns mm-hmm. are really popular. Even three, uh, 3d wallpaper too. Have yeah. you seen that? Yeah. With a little relief. So, Think of it like that. It's basically it's a photographic element in the foreground with just a very um, playful 2D element as a background. Usually it's very colorful, creative. Yeah. And there's also a lot of um, like 90s kind of patterns influence mm-hmm. with this too. Think mm-hmm. pastel colors, um, mm-hmm. just kind of squiggly shapes like that Saved by the Bell kind of look. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yes. It's, Why it's did all that over just, the place. That came, that came up the other day, and I said, oh, my God, if that's not Saved by the Bell, I don't know what is. Uh, <laughs> it's the perfect yeah. example of 90s bad graphics. That's yeah. cool. Well, here's the thing, though. Like, so, But back in the 90s, I don't remember it being very pastel. It was much more kind of bright colors. No. But neon. Now, yeah. Like neon. Yeah, but now we're seeing those same kind of patterns with that um, pastel and I think I we call can them dusty. It's like dusty colors, yeah, dusty yeah. colors. Mm-hmm. And I think we can kind yeah. of thank last year's Pantone winner. The what is it? The uh, oh, rose quartz right. or that, something. Like and now it's violet. Uh, yeah, this ultra year. violet yeah. this year. The rose, but that yeah. you're right. That rose kind of goldish quartz thing set off with such like a, a baby trend. blue with it. Like uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. So anyway, it's 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 cool to kind of mix that with something photographic in the foreground. Cool. And we're seeing yeah, a lot fun. of that. Cool. And then um, the last one I want to talk about is it's simple. It's just bright gradients. And I think what we can maybe thank for this is those Facebook posts. Um, you know, when you oh, do, I've seen, yeah, yeah. You know, how the, like this past year, um, when you post something short on Facebook, um, it, it'll want to put a, it'll give you an op- opportunity to choose like a little gradient background to go behind it. I mm-hmm. think that's where we first started seeing this. And I think that's why it's becoming very popular again or for the first mm-hmm. time. So, you know, just I would kinda, even say Spotify has that too a little bit in they? there. They they use the gradients, which are these very bright and vivid ones, similar to what yeah. you're saying. Those when you make a short post on Facebook, um, yeah. and and boy, they do get your attention. There's a reason Facebook yeah. is doing that. They they I think they realize people are just scrolling by so fast and got to stop them every once in a while in mm-hmm. their tracks, and that works. Yeah, and yeah. a nice a nice bright color is great, but. Two bright colors are better. So let's <laughs> blend them into a gradient. Killer. If you've never if you never listened to any other designer advice other than that, that's that's all yeah. you need. The poor gradient tool yeah. in in Photoshop and Illustrator is going, God dang it, yeah. quit it with this thing. The more bright colors One bright you can colors throw enough. in there, the better. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so great. these are um these are the things we've been seeing the most and Next, the the next episode, <laughs> we're going to talk about web design trends, which I'm excited about because it gets to be a little, I feel like it's a little more applicable when we start getting into that because mm-hmm. it can be stuff that's good for functionality as well. So um, for sure. Yeah. Look forward to that on our next episode. And before that, we have a listener question. But yes. first, let's talk about FreshBooks, baby. How much do you guys love FreshBooks before I get into this? I love, I love, 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 love FreshBooks. Yeah. It's so easy to I get I consider started. FreshBooks my first employee. It was my first employee. Wow. <laughs> really? You know what? It's Me like too. your book, it's, it's, it's your bookkeeper. It's your, it's your, yeah. it's, you know, it's your wake right. up in the middle of the night and, yeah. and like, who's going to help, who's going to answer that question of finances? FreshBooks. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and they're also like your, your paid, your hired goon to go out and collect, As, collect in debt. Yeah. They, they've That's been working like overtime for me lately. That, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like I don't, end of the Did year. I don't know what it is, but it's the best way to um, to f- get in touch with them without it being from you. It's exactly. Fantastic. You get to yeah. seem like you're not really uh, in on the action, and they just send the emails for you. So <laughs> yeah, they've been completely redesigned, custom built for the way that we as designers work. Um, you know, my, just the best thing ever is you can create and send these really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds. Cause who wants to spend all day doing it? Right. You get in, you log yeah. in, you pick the client, you put in the, the dollar amount, it sends it, boom, you're paid within, uh, one day in 60% of the cases. And the new projects feature lets you share messages and files. So it's basically, uh, an invoicing and a project management tool all in one, which is totally. amazing. Um, and you know, the new notification center is like your personal assistant. So you'll always know it's changing your business since you last logged in and what needs to be dealt with ASAP, like overdue invoices. So you can handle those. Um, and they've got great support. We know that they usually answer in three rings or less for Mikkel, zero rings. They just know she's there. (laughs) She Um, just double taps her headphone and it's like, boom, they're on the line. Yeah. Uh, Hotline. I I (laughs) wish. I wish they liked me as much as I like them. 
So as a holiday <laughs> gift to you, our listener, we've worked out a 30-day unrestricted free trial with FreshBooks. Just go to freshbooks.com slash graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about us section. Once again, freshbooks.com slash graphic and then enter deeply graphic design when they ask for that. All right. So we've got a listener question. Um, this one comes to us from Carrie, and he says, uh, do you want to read this one, Nick? Do you have it? or? Uh, yeah, let's okay. see. Wes, there we go. Perfect. You said it's from Carrie, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And Carrie hey is guys, a guy. I'm in, this is true. So it's yeah. Carrie with a K. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm a lead in-house designer for a large corporation, and I'm running into a recurring problem. I have been leading our company's branding and design efforts for four years and have built what I believe to be a solid record of work. However, the CEO of my company sends my work to agencies for feedback. Oh, my blood's boiling already without my knowledge and my direct bosses uh, and my direct boss does not stick up for the work I've done. It's incredibly frustrating to have an outside firm critique every project I work on. And it is all done behind the scenes without my knowledge until a packet of notes comes to my email. While I understand that this could be seen as creative direction, which is the backhanded compliment I receive from my boss, this makes my options feel under, undervalued. My opinion. Uh, my opinions. I'm sorry. My yeah. opinions feel undervalued and underappreciated. How do I address this? Is it worth fighting for? Wow. Yeah. Man, I've it's, never heard of anything like this. And I'm I, sure it's I, not the f- first. I, I haven't heard this exact situation, but I've definitely heard. So I used to work for um, an internet company where half the things would be done by our in-house team. And then a lot of things yeah. would be outsourced to a creative agency. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what I would say, first of all, my first advice to Carrie would be step back. Don't don't feel too um, – it's, it's not a personal attack on you in no. any way. Um, but I would say there's a few questions I would have, which is, does your CEO and your direct boss, are they designers? Or are they people who feel like – they they can't give proper feedback and they want so yeah. like it's almost like wanting kind of a second it's opinion. an excuse well i don't know yeah. about it's an excuse it's more like no if, i'm sorry if, it's yeah, not like, yeah, I, yeah you were you were you were right the way you were saying it i i just feel like if 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 it's my company and i have a designer and i have know nothing about design am i qualified to make that call that yes i'm going to sign off on this or do i want someone who's i trust just to kind of give it a once over that's how sure. I just, took this. I just think it's the I way. I, yeah. I think you bring a really good po- point up because that's very, there's some humility there that can be really actually kind of nice. Knowing that you don't know the industry best and you know of some other consultants out there that do, why not run it by them? But it's the behind the back approach that is not respectful. If you copy, mm-hmm. if, if you let, if, if that individual is letting Carrie know ahead of time, listen, I'm going to be copying you on some emails of the of respective individuals that I've worked with for a while. And just to gain their opinion, I hope you don't mind. Feel free to input, you know, reply all and be a part of the email chain. That would be that's there's no problem there. But it's, yeah. it's the fact that it's coming around, coming back to him in a roundabout way where he's like, oh, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. How come yeah. I didn't know about this? And probably found out via accident or didn't. Yeah. Who knows how you, you know, which is bizarre. Or sending feedback I, I, to I, Carrie from a forward from what he's received. 
elsewhere. Yeah, I, 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 my first impression was this was like this is a terrible boss. Honestly, I if he has a problem with what you're doing, it's between you two. You're the lead in-house designer. But, if he's not happy with it, there, there's a miscommunication there. They need to be talking more. Yeah. About what's ha- you know what is what is good design for our company. We shouldn't have to be. If you want another agency, fire me and go there. It's it. This doesn't make sense to me. It's kind of like the, it's the it's this guy not being a I good leader now. I don't know if he if he directly reports. Yeah. I don't know if he directly reports to the CEO, but if the CEO has time to do this, this guy's this guy should not be a CEO. Oh my gosh, he, I work should, I work with CEOs like this. I support but, CEOs but they, like no, this. But but a, C, a CEO of a bigger company or even a medium sized company has doesn't other even things have to, time, to worry but about. makes the time to be the know it all. If he can't direct down what he needs to his design to be. And he's in the weeds and sending it to other places and spending this time mm. not cultivating yeah. a better office and another mm-hmm. another culture. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Carrie's no, got it's... it. Carrie, Mm-mm. Carrie's totally legit here. And I, I even looked at your work, dude. You, it's like, Me too. No, I checked I don't know out his website. Doing. Carrie, you yeah. can totally I don't know what... with confidence pack yeah. your bags and get the hell out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but or if anything, try to salvage it. If hey, you this might be a great job otherwise. So what I would say is is say to him, hey, I, I feel as if you know you're not fully getting my the designs I'm doing, and that 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 concerns me. I would love to sit down and let's have a uh, agreed upon direction for our company as far as the branding. What's the communication? Do uh, all the discovery with him. This is your client. Think of him as your client. And if your client's not happy. You know, you got to, and then, and then find out what's, what's missing. Tell them, how can I get better? How can I do? Oh my gosh. If this guy is worth half of a CEO title, he will look at you and say, damn, I've got a winner here. Let's work this. Let's make this work. He should be spending his time Mm -hmm. on other crap. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. That, I, that's, that's terrible. That's terrible. I'm glad you found out about it. Yeah. 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 I do agree that that's not, yeah, I agree. It's not typical, uh, under the purview of a CEO to really get in the weeds about design direction. Um, but again, the way I looked at this, and I may be wrong, and I may—I don't know all the situation, but um, I almost look at it as if the guy is using kind of a quote outsourced art director because they may not have an art director. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think about it in my business. Like if I hire someone to do um, something that I don't know much about, I feel like I might want to mm-hmm. get someone to get eyes on it who knows how to. Like, is this? I want but your opinion on this because, years. yeah, I get it. I don't know. It, it's I, I don't think you know? that it's um an attack. I just think that you do need I to could have see a, once, a talk. I could yeah. see one time saying, man, I don't know about my guy. We're not j- jiving. Can you help? Yeah. And go to someone that's another think, industry person. But I think you're you're thinking that it's that the boss is unhappy with the work. I don't think that's necessarily what's happening. I think he just wants to get eyes No, it's just obtaining it. feedback. Yeah. Feedback. I don't think I, – I think you – Nick, you're coming from a direction of no, saying – No, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't really think that's been understood. I don't think that's been understood. Yeah. I think that Lick and I are both just clearly mentioning that this guy has obviously chosen a route to send the feedback and yeah. include somebody outside mm-hmm. of the corporation that is a disrespectful approach. Okay. Yeah. There is absolutely well, he says no, not an issue not stick up for him, reaching yeah. out to other third parties for mm-hmm. this purpose if you know yourself not to have industry knowledge and art direction. 
but it's the way that he's going behind the back and pulling in the feedback yeah, and sending the, the forward. Yeah. 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 He says he's not sticking up for his work, so I'm assuming that means he's not happy with his work. Like, you know what I mean? And and why would you go elsewhere? I think, yeah. you know, the the goal of a good leader is to hire people that can do the job you can't do. Well, yeah. And that you've and got so, their back. Well, and, and, yeah. But I know how yeah. that goes, too. Like, I've definitely been in that situation where you've got uh, a, a higher-up boss who's not who is not liking the work or, or asking questions about, okay, who, who uh, signed off on this? And then your boss throwing you under the bus happens all the time. That is a, yes. I, I, I'm not sticking yeah. up for that. It's shitty, but it yeah, happens it, all the time. People it, it always cover their own ass. So that's why this yeah, guy's not yeah. sticking up for it because he wants to, he, he doesn't want to put his neck on the line to say, no, I, I stand by this design when this CEO has gotten clear feedback from a third party that he's paid for. So yeah, yeah. I, I, it's corporate America at its worst, really. I mean, it's just also too like when you know we talked to a bunch of people uh, at Max, and most of the people we were talking to are one man shows, one woman shows uh, at a small company or maybe medium sized company, and the maybe air freshener this, right to your the little yeah trees. to your point yeah yeah to your point maybe a, a mid level designer who's not an art director who's not a creative director. In now, in most cases, is reporting to maybe a CEO. There's no one in between, or a so non-creative th- person. And and in yeah. that, too, in addition to that, the the degree of separation, also not being a creative person, I can understand why this guy has done this. But what he should do, and what Kerry should do, is take the lead on this and be the proactive guy and go to him and say. I'm not feeling we're jiving here. What can we do to be on better terms and have a rules? You have, you, you know, you got to have your like 10 commandments of the brand. And if you stick to those and you agree on those first, just like we do with our clients, you should be in line. I, I really yeah. think hopefully then it should be no surprise and he can get, go on and, and lead the company and, and, you know, sign the checks and do the, the things he needs to do. Yeah. That's my opinion. Do the CEO you know? things like uh, getting his monocle polished and, such yeah. nonsense. <laughs> trading <laughs> trading in for his new bmw yes. yeah exactly <laughs> buying and selling but, stocks you know all right so but um, i really want i really i want to say to carrie thanks for sending this this is such a great uh I, i'm glad that we could be hopefully we could help you on this man because uh, i i we've all yeah. been there you know exactly so it's frustrating it's frustrating yeah, it's hard to it's, not take it personally yeah and it's hard to even answer without knowing all the details but hopefully that was helpful um, mm-hmm. and yeah, keep sending in those listener questions to questions at the deep end And, you know, we love the audio ones. And again, from the calling back from the beginning, if you are, uh, any kind of a WordPress customizing type web designer, uh, if you know, uh, Beaver Builder, any of that kind of stuff, I can definitely use you for certain clients and recommendations. So please, uh, send over your, uh, some work and your, our typical, price range for a job like that and just include in the email subject line design support and i will review it personally and get back to you so um all right with that in mind keep designing and catch us next time on the deeply graphic design cast 